Greetings, fellow humans. Scott Johnson here with Diary of a Cartoonist, where I often sit in the backyard while the neighbor's air conditioner blares away and talk to you about all things in my personal life. Uh, today, <coughs> it was a weird day because um, I've been trying to make sense of how tired I am all the time. Ooh, I'm doing it now, yawning, sorry. I hope I don't cause any of you to yawn. But it's because um, any continuing effort to sort of balance things out for uh, my metabolism, which has been a little funky lately, uh, doctors got me on some stuff that is making me really tired. And uh, I take it at about 11 every day, and by about 2, I am throttled. I feel like I... Like, I, I don't know, it feels like I'm jet lag almost. It's the only thing I compare it to, actually. I've never felt that before unless there was actual jet lag. It's like artificial jet lag. And uh, the doctor told me and a few of my friends who are in the, in the, the business of doctoring and uh, the pharmaceutical kind of people they all say that this is normal and that you adapt to it and it's okay after a little while. Plus I'm not supposed to be on these permanently. It's a temporary thing. And the longer the short of it is, it'll, I'll catch up to it and be fine. But man, the last three days have been just like, I mean, I just seriously about two, two thirty rolls around and I got stuff to do. I have things going on. And yet I find myself going, yeah, but if I could just sit on the couch and not move and never leave it. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding when I say that. I've had a few moments like that. But uh, anyway, um, this isn't a pity party. That's not why we're doing this. I just wanted to mention that because um, it actually took a lot of motivation for me to come out here and record this tonight because in my head I'm like, I don't feel like it. I don't want to do anything. Me. And you know what um, affects this more than anything for me is uh, any kind of creativity. So, you know, I have this personal goal. I've had most of my life from my teen years on that I would draw every single day, every day. And the last two days I have not. And I hate that I haven't. Not that I've been perfect my whole life or anything, but, you know, I just tried to do it. And I just have no creative juice at the moment. I can't think of anything I want to do, draw, think of, put on paper. The only creative endeavor I have considered in the last few days is a stupid video game where I mindlessly disassemble uh, spaceships in space and sell the parts for scrap in a game called uh, Hard Space Shipbreaker, which I'm in love with, and I love that game, but... Oh, hello, low-flying plane. What are we doing here? Man, that thing is right freaking there. <sighs> wow. That's so low. I don't know what they're doing that low. We don't live by an airport. I mean, we do, but it's pretty far north. It's far enough north it shouldn't be that low. Um, anyway, that's been a real struggle. Also, it's really hot still. The horrendous heat wave of the west continues. Um... Some places have it worse than us, but, uh, you know, 103, 104 today. 
And then on top of that, the valley is just like a mile visibility half the day because we're getting all of the California, Oregon, and Idaho fire smoke pouring into our valley and then it stays here. We don't even have big fires of our own right now. We have a couple way down south, but they're nowhere near us. And they're not blowing smoke up here, but we're getting all the other states fire, Arizona as well, when they have a fire. And it just plops itself down right in this big bowl of a valley that is the Salt Lake Valley, which is normally when it's clear, it's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. It's like you're in New Zealand or something. But when the smoke's up like this, it's just miserable. Everything looks like, I don't even know what to call it. It's like uh, trying to see Gastown in the middle of Mad Max, way off in the distance. Um, so yeah, very very just kind of gloomy i hate it and then the heat is still bad so it's like just i don't know like the view uv 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 index is really high because all that smoke is just acting as like a fake barrier to this to the sun and the sun's just getting through there like a lens almost and it's just like worse for you and uh I don't have asthma or any kind of breathing things, but if I did, this would be just miserable. They're telling people with any of that kind of stuff to, like, stay out of it. And uh, uh, Carter's dog, Ripley, Ripley, Ellen Ripley, the female dog over there, um, she's just coughing all the time, with it, so we think she's sensitive to it. And uh, I don't know if you've heard a, a Weimaraner cough, but it's a hell of a th- thing it's not your average dog bark or sound like I'm pretty sure the paint on the walls move when she barks or coughs rather I keep saying bark anyway enough complaining from me just a gnarly time right now and I really feel we've got Uh, friends in different parts of the country have had to evacuate for various reasons like this just going to be a bad year man we're just into the middle of of july finally and it's only around now that we should start going oh it's starting to get hot like we were doing that in the first week of june maybe even part of may right And I like a hot summer, don't get me wrong. It's not humid up here, so, you know, just kind of toasty, like an oven or something. But, uh, you know, it was, what, 117 in Vegas, all-time record the other day on the Las Vegas Strip. Like, how do you, what do you even do there? I guess you just get into a casino and never leave, right? But, you know... COVID's still here, big percentage of the country, you know, still not vaccinated, many of which willfully. And uh, so, you know, that Delta variant, it doesn't care what your politics are. <laughs> it doesn't care what, what bullcrap conspiracy you believe in. Uh, things pretty scary. And we've, in the last, I don't know, two weeks, we've lost two or three community people around the Frog Pants uh, community have, have passed away due to COVID complications. I don't know whether it was Delta variants or not, but some young, some older, like, doesn't matter. I just wish people would knock it off and get vaccinated. People walking around with, like, full measles and mumps and polio vaccinations are all suddenly worried about this, and all they have to do is go read about it. It's not like it's hidden information. 
It's like, oh, but it happened so fast. Well, go read why it happened so fast. A giant part of that is they just said, hey, um, some of that red tape should be removed this time around because we need to hurry. So the stuff you've been working on for years and years and years, all this research that already was showing all these all this positive stuff for mRNA, let's let's go ahead and kick it now into let's get it done mode and screw the red tape for a hot minute, which people normally complain about and talk about how there's too much red tape in government. Hey, guess what? We forego some of that, and now you think now you, I mean like pick a pick a freaking lane, dude. Which way do you like it? Do you like that? You know, do you like to tell people that government's slow and awful and full of bureaucracy? Or do you like to say that they're, they went too fast, that means it's a conspiracy, that means they're spying on you, whatever, whatever. And then typing that in your phone unironically, as if you don't have a device in your hand that would be much easier to track than some bullshit story you heard about the, <laughs> the vaccine. Whatever. I know you've all got a million reasons, and I know it's a personal choice, but guess what else is a personal choice? Eating a box of glass. You, if you found a box of glass in an alleyway and you went, oh, look at this, a, a couple of broken bottles, beer bottles maybe, there, there might be a jar in here, all shattered up, just a bunch of glass. You know, it's a personal choice, so I'm going to go ahead and eat this glass. Well, congratulations. Yeah, it's a personal choice, but it was a stupid one. And so is not getting the vaccine. Yeah, it's your personal choice not to get it. But it's stupid. I don't have a problem telling you that. You know, some people don't like it when I talk like that. And I don't know why. I don't know what other... I don't know what your sources are. I, don't, I know what they are, but I... I whatever. There's nobody listening to this who is already, you know, feet firm on the ground on this decision that I'm going to change their mind. There's not going to happen. So I don't know why I'm even talking about it. I would hope that if, you know, maybe even just one went, oh, you know what, I probably should just get vaccinated. Then maybe it was worth it, but I don't know, man. I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, if you're going to willfully go down some weird path and say, I don't trust, trust scientists and doctors who've had 30-plus years' experience in this very field but I trust the guy up the road who fixes my tires because he said he heard from somebody that they were doing some weird thing. You'll believe that? What are you doing, man? What are you freaking doing? And every time somebody goes, well, did you hear about the lady? She died after she got the vaccine. Yeah, I know a guy who got the vaccine and slid his car into a bridge and died. Are you going to blame that on the vaccine? Are you going to... Even if you've got a way to tie it to it, let's say somebody had a really crazy reaction to it, an allergy or something, but you know that they didn't foresee or know about. Okay, what is that percent compared to those who are not going to get sick and die or spread this disease to others who could get sick and die? What's the percentage difference? It's like point zero 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 zero, you know, to who knows how many zeros percent compared to like a full percent and more with Delta and that Lambda variant. Like, I don't, know, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell people when they talk like that. I don't know what to say. I had a guy email me and say, hey, good luck on that vaccine. Uh, some lady died in Utah after they got it, which A, was not a real story. They made it up. And B, what is it, why do they care? What does it matter? They've made their choice. And also, if it's such a personal choice, okay, go ahead, go over there, go. 
Are we coming after me trying to justify your poor decisions? I'm rooting for you. I want you to not do that. I want you to make a good decision and, and potentially save you or the lives of someone around you. I am 100% rooting for that. No matter how poor your decision is, you don't have to justify it to me. Because A, it won't work, and B, I still want the best for you. So, I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. And I refuse to be one of those people when somebody dies because they were being ignorant about it or whatever. This uh, 24-year-old nurse in, uh, where was it? can't remember where it was, yesterday, who was just going on and on on social media about how, you know, don't take the vaccine, it's their secret weird DNA rewriting going on, all this completely unfounded horseshit. And uh, she got it and died. Now, some people are like, well, good riddance, we need one less dumb person, or good riddance, we don't need anybody, you know, one more person who gets people not to take the vaccine is is better for like that kind of attitude. I, I refuse to do that. I'm just sad about it. I'm as sad or sadder about it. I said this on Twitter. I'm more sad about them dying than I am uh, somebody else because then it was just the virus's fault. In their case, they have some blame with it. The virus and their freaking ignorance of it. And that's sad, man. That is the saddest thing that you can hear about in relation to this and I hate it because I don't want any of you to die not just die I don't want any of you to have long term weird issues like my brother-in-law and his lung stuff that he's had since this happened to him guy up the road same thing Uh, one of my favorite artists uh, worked at DC got it or uh, passed away just yesterday and had a long term fight with the disease that Again, you know, percentage-wise may not be everybody, but it's enough to drag it out for some people, and it's just miserable. It's awful. I don't know. I'm trying not to focus on it too much, but it's been rubbing me wrong lately because we are we're in the middle of a tiny bit of a resurgence. Most of it seems to hap- be happening in the unvaccinated populations. So in this, in the you know, here in the states, it's like it or not that's red states and um, Utah is a fairly red state but we're weirdly more vaccinated than most red states and I have a theory as to why that is but I'm not going to express it here because it's a long story but my point is like what was it 99 point something percent of people who died in the last three months of any version of the disease were uh, were unvaccinated well, what else, what other data do you need? Like, unless you're the kind of person that just says, your answer to anything anyone says about any of that is just, well, they made that up, or that's what they want you to think, or that's what big, big pharma wants you to think. Or if, you, if your answer is that every time, I'm triple sad. Because now you're at risk. You put others at risk, not just by not getting inoculated, but also by spreading really bad information. And other people are literally at risk around you. And you're at risk. Is that four? That's three. Four? Whatever. However many it is, that makes me sad. Quadruple sad. And it doesn't need to be that way. It's so dumb. Oh my gosh, it's so dumb. 
Well, go ahead and eat your glass, I guess. Go ahead. Chew it up good. It's your personal choice. Go ahead. I agree it is. Totally a personal choice. Although it's pretty funny when people complain about that and say, well, it's my personal choice not to get vaccinated, but are pretty happy to enforce laws that restrict women's choice to have an abortion or not. I don't want to get into that sticky wicket, but you can see why I find that ironic. Quick reminder, it's possible to be pro-choice and anti-abortion at the same time. And I'll explain that very quickly so there's no misunderstanding when I say that. I think abortion is probably one of the hardest, most difficult things anybody anywhere would ever have to make a decision about. Period. I can't think of anything much harder than that. There's a lot out there in life, but that's a big one. And I would never want to be in that situation. Uh, Easy enough for me. I'm a dude and I don't have to stress about it. Interesting. It's mostly guys like me that want to legislate this stuff. But anyway, um, I can't imagine anything harder for somebody to have to deal with than that decision. And I would wish in every possible way they could find a way not to be in that situation, whatever that may be. They can find a way to have the baby, put them up for adoption, something. But at the end of it all, it's their choice not mine, not yours, not anybody's, but theirs. And they should not only be able to make that choice themselves, but if they should choose to abort, they should have every access to safe uh, medical care in doing so. Uh, It's as simple as that. No one loves abortions. Nobody, nobody's sitting around going, oh, you know what? You know what I could really go for this fall? Come around October or so, I'm going to get that abortion I've been planning on for all these years. Finally, no one does that. No one does that. These are heart-wrenching decisions made by people who are in all sorts of situations that mitigate how difficult it is. Like, I can't even fathom 90% of it. For me to say, you can't do that, is just wrong. Simple as that. And I don't know why people think that's an easy one to, or that I'm, that I'm, I don't understand how anybody can not see that. I try to see stuff from everybody's point of view the best I can, but that one boggles me. You don't have to love abortion to be pro-choice. Anyway, here we are at the controversial topics on the porch tonight as the neighbor's uh, AC blows, blares, and some guy's car is too loud and that plane flew too low. Good times, everybody. Good times. Here's hoping, though, that this... uh, See, I'm getting all stuffed up and kind of nasally out here because of the smoke. Let's hope this stuff clears soon and we get some clear skies going again and... You know, I'll never forget, part of it was just, you know, we had clear, things were clear, but last year in April, was it, I guess, would have been April or or May, when so much stuff was shut down due to the early months of the pandemic, um, it was awesome, man. You'd come out here and you could, like, none of the just, and we don't get a ton of, well, I shouldn't say this because someone's going to argue with me that we get more than we should. And we do. We have an inversion problem in this valley. And that's why the smoke stays in here when it comes here. 
And when there's a lot of pollution, it has a tendency to do that, especially in the winter, because you got the heat pushing down, or no, the heat pushing up and the cold pushing down, and that just stays there. Um, but when everybody stopped driving for a month and everybody stopped public transit for a month and, you know, things just slowed for a month, I've never seen clearer skies my whole life. I could see from here to Provo, uh, and I could, I mean, it was amazing. And I remember thinking, man, wouldn't it be nice if it was like this all the time? And I don't know that it ever will be again, but it'd be cool if we come up with the technology, like a giant fan that would just pop up out of the East Mountains or something and just go, and just blow it out every once in a while, blow it over to Colorado, take that. I mean, you're the closest thing we have to a home hockey team but uh, in, the, in the NHL, but still, take it. You go ahead and have our smoke. Y'all are on, y'all are on weed over there anyway. You're fine. <laughs> oh. Well, anyway, wish me luck over the next few days. I got to get my JoJo back. We're waiting for the card people to finish manufacturing on... Um, on the decks of Rock Runners Incorporated. I wish that wasn't taking so long, but they're back, they're back ordered like everybody else's because getting stuff from China is ridiculous right now. So we're doing this in the States, which I, I prefer doing, but it just takes time and we're always checking and just a lot of stuff going on, man. And we had, oh, the other big change or the other big thing this week was uh, Friday. We officially tweaked the instance, uh, the now 15-year podcast covering World of Warcraft and Blizzard. And um, we made a really hard decision. I keep saying this. I'll say it one more time. We were at a crossroads, and that crossroads looked like this. We could either end it. It's three-way crossroads, okay? End it. Uh, pretend it or amend it and by pretending it would mean we just keep pretending like everything's great and rosy in the world of Warcraft space and act like nothing's wrong which I didn't think was genuine of us to even try to do that that was never really on the table for me Uh, and it was for you know that's always an option I've ended shows before this would have been a big deal given how long it's been on the air Uh, or we could change it a little and that's what we opted to do so we pulled the camera out a bit. I'm going to cover more stuff than just WoW, and it's in that same sort of space, more MMOs. You know, those big game experiences that want you to log in every day and grind things out, whether it's an MMO or, a, you know, a, uh, something like Valheim or, you know, games that want you to engage with it in that way, I think are kind of all on the table some of the bigger issues around the industry microtransactions free to play versus subscriptions you know why final fantasy 14 seems to be having a giant resurgence uh yes tends to hold pretty steady you know what what's coming down the pipe like amazon's new mmo what that what is that even going to look like was it new world yeah that kind of stuff anyway and I've had, you know, reactions on both sides. Most people have been very positive about it. Like, yeah, it's, it's the show's like me. I've, I was really hardcore up to a point, and then, I don't know, the game just hasn't done it for me in a while, and 
my gaming interests have gone elsewhere, so I couldn't be more excited about the change. And there's a few people that are like, I can't believe after 15 years you'd change the, the formula this deep. I mean, I don't, you know, whatever. I knew I'd get both reactions, but um, at the end of the day, we just had to follow what our gut said. And I say our, it's mostly, you know, you know, Garrett, Garrett came in obviously pretty late on this and has been a really great co-host and continues to be. But I don't want to speak for him. You know, he he he's feeling a lot like I am or had been feeling a lot like I am. But, you know, at the end of the day, it felt like I had to make some sort of decision. And thankfully, I have this amazing, supportive current co-host who, you know, wants to do right by the show as well. And that makes a giant difference. So I'm really, I'm really glad to have him on board. And this change may make it possible to get others uh, back on more. Like Patrick, we haven't seen him forever, but part of that is schedule, and part of it is he just doesn't he doesn't have much interest in it either. He's not playing well. And Warcraft's in a weird place right now. I don't mean any of this negative toward the game or anything. It's it's freaking seventeen years old or whatever it is. Like I don't know. It's it's an ama- it's an amazing. Th- thing that even exists still in this form that it exists but i need to make content and that content can't it's not sustainable at the current rate of things if that makes sense anyway i've already explained all this on there so this is very uh, duplicitous for everybody else hearing it not duplicitous what's the word it's very redu- redundant is the word look at me and my big words Big, big words from me today here in the backyard. Well, hopefully none of this has offended anyone. <laughs> and um, if you know me, you know that this is me. My, I've been this way my whole life. I tend to be, although, I don't know, lately these things have been challenged as well, but I tend to be a fiscal conservative and a social liberal. And I don't know what that means, what, I'm, what I should be called. I don't know what that is. Uh, I don't like that there's only two tribes, and that seems like the best we can do. I hate that. Uh, I don't know. It's all pretty effed up. (laughs) But part of it is just me being grumpy because I'm on some pills that make me really tired. And I shouldn't be so freaking tired right now. Have a wonderful week, time, day, month, however long it is before we talk again. Maybe a couple of weeks is probably all it'll be. A bunch more content this week, and... uh, no, always something going on at frogpants.com, so go check it out. If you want to send me an email, comments about today, uh, thoughts about anything, uh, I'd love to hear from you. Send them to scott at frogpants.com. And don't eat a whole pizza in one sitting. Not that I did. I'm just saying. It's good. Good morning. Okay, bye.